Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Children's Hospital in Colorado has removed gender markers from patients' wristbands, all, of course, as this effort to support their, quote, unique gender identity. And we're not talking any patients. We're talking very young babies and children. And apparently the hospital staff says it's for staff to understand that it's, quote, not easy growing up with an expansive gender identity or expression. And they believe gender-diverse children need a stable support system as they navigate their transition. Are babies transitioning now? I mean, really? Dr. Pita Nankaville is a doctorate in international relations, is also a feminist. She joins me now to discuss, you know, what is going on here? She joins me now. Dr. Nankaville, you know, you read these articles and you think the headlines are a joke and then you read them. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. This is happening in the Children's Hospital in Colorado. I don't get it. What are they think? I mean, what is this movement? This, to me, seems like the height of bizarre. Or am I just being insensitive? No, I don't think you're being insensitive. It is absolutely the height of bizarre. It does. It feels like, to many of us, it feels like we're living in um, a fantasy world. It just feels completely unreal. But that is a fantasy. I mean, I, I've been approached by people who have said things to me like, are we just supposed to let doctors now guess what your children are when they come out? I mean, do people not actually believe in science at all anymore because there is a small population, much smaller than reported, that have maybe gender issues later in life? Or sh- It certainly feels mm-hmm. that way. And um, I mean, the way, the way it seems to me is that people... Um, especially are com- definitely confusing what gender and sex means. And especially when you're talking about a hospital where sex in emergency medicine really matters. When you go into an emergency department, one of the questions they ask you is, what is your sex? And they do that because your treatment and your outcomes are largely based on what your sex is, how they treat you, what pharmaceuticals they give you, mm-hmm. what your treatment plan is, all differentiates based on your sex. Right. And now parents are, you know, babies are not allowed to be identified? So if if you can imagine, if you have a baby in an emergency situation and the doctor can't immediately identify on its wristband whether it's a male or female or a girl or a boy, you're putting that child in a dangerous situation where that emergency doctor now has to try and figure out, you know, take a snappy off or find the parents or when, you know, it might not have 30 seconds or a minute or two minutes or five minutes to find the birth certificate. Yeah, right. I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. Right. But I mean, you know, it's interesting because this is such a movement that is happening at such a, um, it's actually becoming alarming at how quickly this movement is, is, is moving ahead where we're just creating a gray area where young kids are not to be identified as, as anything at all. I mean, how far is this going to go? 
That is a really good question. And I think it's one that we're all watching and waiting. And um, I think we're right now at the tipping point where people are just starting to stand up and say, no, this is not okay. This is not okay anymore. Do you really get the sense we are? Because I, I don't think it's happening fast enough. I mean, we've got par- we've got doctors out there saying, you know, now we have to ask our newborns if we can even change their nappy. I mean, it's absurd that you would ask a newborn baby, you know, can I can I change your poopy diaper? I mean, that's what you do. Um, but you know, this whole push of the gender uh, fluidity and all the rest of it, the the age of which it's happening and, and the the speed of which it's happening, and it's not really being questioned. To me, it seems that we have let a whole generation now be used as an experiment. It's absolutely ludicrous. And I think in another 10 years when we see that, when we see the lawsuits roll in mm-hmm. is when we're going to be, you know, yelling and screaming about the harm we've done to these children. And when you look at the hormone treatments and the medical treatments and all that kind of stuff that we're putting young children through. Have you, um, have you heard from parents? I mean, are you hearing from more parents? I, I know I've heard from parents who say, you know, they've lost their children to this. They don't want to speak out publicly about this. But that, you know, there's this very quiet sector that feel very much alone in, in what has happened. We're definitely hearing from a lot of parents, definitely hearing from a lot of parents. And you're right. It is a very quiet sector because everybody is um, at the moment afraid to speak up because the, tra- the, the lobby, the trans lobby is particularly vocal, particularly mm-hmm. vicious. Um, and they have a history of doxing women um, or threatening them online and calling their workplace um, and getting them fired if they don't agree with the new gender terminology and the new gender way of thinking, um, which many women don't agree with. But why, you know, this it troubles me, though, that a children's hospital, I mean, if you can't get a children's hospital with medical professionals pushing back on this, you know, small activist group, if they can't do what is, you know, medically and scientifically right, then who can? That's a really good question. That is a really good question. It's frightening. It's really frightening. Because is it happening in other areas? I mean, have we even heard of this remotely happening in Canadian hospitals? I haven't heard of this happening in Canadian hospitals. Um, I have heard of other things happening in um, Canada. Like what? Um, Well, at the moment in Canada, for example, the way Statistics Canada runs, we can't collect any statistics on the transgender population. Um, So that's creates a problem. If well, it would be unethical because you would essentially be testing and experimenting on kids. And we're doing that anyway. We're just not getting the data for it. That's the irony. We have no data, so yeah. we can't even look at numbers to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't even have any data to be able to scientifically... Med- we, can't, we, we don't have the data to be able to evaluate, to be able to see what's going on. We, we just don't have the data. So when, in your mind should we be talking about these issues with our kids? Because babies should not be hearing this. I don't think children under the age of 12 should be hearing this. But again, I'm not a doctor. What, what, when should we be talking about this with the kids? So in Canada, children under the age of 12 are, or have been, up until the recent changes in the curriculum, are already hearing about this in yeah. school. Yeah. As you know. Um, so the whole idea of the gender spectrum um, is being introduced as young as kindergarten in Canada. Oof, yeah. The, the idea that there's more than two genders, that you can pick your gender, that 
um, you might be born a, a, a girl that has a, a boy brain in a girl body and that you're born in the wrong body. That all, That is all kind of the rhetoric that um, they're teaching from grades kindergarten to grade six in Canada right now. Yeah, I know. It's it's. It's a big. It's becoming a bigger conversation. I just, you know, you see these headlines. I know people kind of giggle at them, but there is a deeper, a deeper story behind this that is quite troubling. It's not not as cute as people think. No, it's not. It's not at all, and it is quite troubling. It's troubling for, um, it's troubling for women. It's troubling for children. It's. I mean, it's you know on so many levels, and you know when you look at the the statistics and what the science says and what the numbers say, it it, it doesn't add up. And we need to be questioning this. And the problem is we're not allowed to question this because we get silenced when we do question this. Right, because you're you're painted as intolerant. Doctor, we'll stay on it, and I appreciate you joining me. Many thanks for having me. And that is uh, Dr. Pera Nankaville joining me. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point here on Global News Radio.